What's up, homies? I'm Chris Tejas, and this is the Pure Ascent Podcast. Hello again. It has been so nice being in this rhythm of recording every few days, finding you know space in my day and in my head to work through some of the ideas and thoughts, concepts that I've I've had lately, and you know something really cool that's happened in this past little while is that I've been making the time to see the people that I care about. I've been making time to spend with others. And that's something that, you know, I, I guess I guess the pandemic kind of took away from us for a long time. We were kind of forced to no longer see the people we cared about and loved. And we were forced into having a lot of space. And that's really interesting because I think a lot of us have a strange sort of uncomfortable relationship when it comes to space and boundaries and taking space and creating boundaries and all of that stuff. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I, I'm back in Ontario, back near a lot of people that I care about, but I kind of have this unique opportunity now to Re reassess the people in my life and the people I want to spend time with and, and the people that I that I don't, you know? And that's a hard one because there's a lot of people that I care about um, and some people I've had to realize are just not, not people that I need in my life, even though they might be somebody I care about, somebody I like. Um, and that that's a weird one. And I'm sure that that probably resonates with you in some way this idea that there's people that you can love and appreciate but they're not right they're not they don't fit into your life or at least this current part of your life or whatever and i've been sort of questioning myself as to what are the what what is the archetype that that doesn't fit well in my in my life or the traits that i struggle with having in my life and other people and that's a tough question because there's there's the really tangible stuff like I don't want to be around people who constantly I don't know lie to me or people who yell at me or take me for granted or take advantage of me or or are mean to 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 servers or whatever like you can come up with the the the, the superficial stuff and that that's that's obvious and and superficial is not the right word for that that that's all serious stuff but that is more obvious I guess is what I mean by that. And then then there's the more subtle things. Because, you know, it's easy for me to, to exclude the people in my life that I'm like, mm, you're kind of an asshole, and I don't like the way that you speak to people or treat people. I can, I can, I can deal with that. I can, I can come up with some pretty good reasons to, to step away from that, and I think those are valid. But, but I've, I've found that there's a certain type of person that I... I kind of struggle with and I've had to question myself as to why I struggle with it so much and I'll tell you what it is the extent to which someone has closed off their heart is in direct correlation with the amount of time I want to spend around that person people who have really chosen for whatever reason to really block off their heart and and to not live within that space where they are reflective and introspective and trying to uh, access a deeper part of themselves I just don't I don't feel like I have a lot of a lot of time 
for that. And I, I'm not saying that that's a good thing or a bad thing or anything. It's just a thing. You know, I think I'm in a really uh, sensitive place right now where I, my, my heart is opening a lot and I'm, I'm really feeling uh, the things that I'm feeling and I'm really just trying to understand the things that I'm feeling. And it's tenuous. That would be the best way to put it, that, that the, the state of mind and heart that I'm in right now feels tenuous. You know, I was talking to a friend the other day about how sometimes there's this particular spiritual teacher I talk about on this program a lot, Ramdas. He talked about how sometimes when he's when he's listening to a lecture from Ramdas cuz he lectured for years and years and years in many different places, he'll hear something that really resonates with him and then he'll listen to another lecture and it kind of brings him down. And he was he was sort of questioning this idea of like it's hard because I love what he's saying, but I feel like it sort of brings me down to a lower level when I'm at this like kind of high place. And what he intuited was that, you know, Ramdas met people where they were at. He was able to play at whatever level someone was at. If the audience and the people there were at a very high place, he could sit in that high place with them. And if they were at a lower place, he could come to that level. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to do. But if you're at a high place and, and it's a little shaky, you know, your foundation isn't super strong in that place, then it can be easy to kind of topple. And, and maybe that's sort of what I'm experiencing here lately is that I'm having this heart opening and this expansion and this really, this softness and it's tenuous and the foundation isn't super strong right now because I spent a good amount of the last year last couple of years not in that space and I thought I was that was the tricky part is I thought I was in that really wide open expansive feeling place and I wasn't but now I am getting into it and in some ways I just want to surround myself with other people that are in that space and that doesn't necessarily doesn't mean that I need those people in my life to be able to continue in that space but it sure does make it easier you know we we don't get to choose we don't get to choose everyone in our life. We don't get to choose everyone we spend time with. But I'm kind of in a unique place, at least I have been the past oh couple weeks, month, two months, where I really actively get to choose everyone who's in my life. I haven't been working for the last month and a half. So the only people I've been spending time with are people that I've made the decision to spend time with. And that's actually super rare i can't i can't think of another time in my life where i had that capability and i would assume you probably can't either you know unless you've always worked alone and you have had no customers to deal with or or clients or whatever i don't know i mean you're independently wealthy and you have never had to have an interpersonal relationship with somebody you didn't care about but that's probably not real <laughs> and this is unique and and certainly there's people I've spent time around with that I didn't choose actively. I didn't say like I'm specifically going to just see this person, but but I've I've surrounded myself mostly with the the kinds of people that I've really wanted to be in in the space of. And it's cool. It's nice. It's a nice feeling. But the worry within that is what if 
it's making me less capable of handling being around other people, the people that I don't choose to be around. Because I do have to go back to work next week and I do have to live my life and there are going to be people I have to spend time with that I don't see eye to eye with that I don't that I don't enjoy being around and like I said there's sort of like different levels of that there's the people that you don't enjoy being around because maybe you have nothing in common or you think they're kind of boring or you don't like the way they speak to people or whatever and for me I think I am at a place where the people I'm just not vibing with right now are the people that are not being real, the people that are not being honest with themselves and, 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 and not willing to play in a space of vulnerability. It, it came up today, I was speaking with somebody that I care about very deeply, and, and we, we talked about a mutual friend, colleague for a moment. And talked about this idea that like, well, I've always described this person, or at least the past few years as this person has seemed to change a lot. They're sort of, when I talk to them, they sound like a character in a Woody Allen movie. Like they they have this inflection, this way of talking that is so strange. And it, it, it's shifted and it, and it sounds like a character, like, like they're playing a character it doesn't sound real and I, I can't imagine it is and the things they talk about and the way they talk about them the sense I get is just like my goodness you're so dissociated you're so far away from yourself and you're so dishonest and that all sounds very judgmental and, and it is and you know that's the work I need to do you know I, I, I see this person and while saying that simultaneously I can say quite honestly that I want nothing but good for them. I want nothing but like love and and uh, happiness for them. I, I truly, I, I wish nothing ill towards them, but I'm sort of mystified when I'm around them because I'm like, this can't, this can't be real. This can't be how, when you're alone and you're hanging out with yourself, is this how you think and feel? I, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe that's a genuine expression of who they are. I don't know. But if it is, I don't vibe with that. And I've been like really, really trying to be sensitive and in tune with the idea of what is it that I do vibe with? And what am I not vibing with? And, and, and within that, what sort of work do I have to do? Because anywhere there is attachment or aversion, we know there's work to do, right? If I am having this horrible aversion to this, I don't know, this, this sort of like dishonest, fake, kind of egocentric personality type. What does that say about me? What is that butting up against in me? What is it brushing against that's making me feel discomfort? Is it just simply because I don't think I vibe with that? Or is it because maybe there's a part of me that either now or in the past has played in that space has been that disingenuous kind of person and and is that still a part of me somewhere and what work do I need to do to extricate myself from that from that feeling of distaste and dis you know disregard for that for that personality not for that person or for that soul but for that personality Uh, so what's the teaching you know 
And I think it brings up this broader question of who, who should we surround ourselves with? You know, we, there's these like categories of people in our lives, you know, the people that we work with, our friends, our, our relationships, our romantic relationships, our lovers, our, our family, our spiritual community. There's, there's these categories that people kind of fall into and some of them go between several and some of them are very specifically in one or the other. And I think we have a hierarchy for those categories. You know, we have like our family is at the like root, the foundation and our, our friends and maybe our spiritual community are kind of, you know, the next level of that. And on top of that, we have, you know, our maybe our acquaintances or our work friends or whatever and the people we work with, the people that we have to spend time with, but we don't necessarily choose to spend time with. And we, we have this sort of like, yeah, this hierarchy of, of where people fit in and, and what they're supposed to mean. And when when people challenge that, it can become very difficult, I think. You know, a, gri- a really good example, I think, is is family. Family challenges that all the time. We think our family is supposed to be like at the root or the core of our experience with other people. And then they do something and it shakes that foundation, you know. They say something or they do something that hurts you in a way that you didn't think they they, they would or could. You didn't think it was within them to do that to you. And it becomes really hard because you have this expectation that they're so at the core of, of you and then and then something changes, you know? So like maybe it's maybe it's something as simple as you find out a certain political or or societal view that they have that you really didn't expect and all of a sudden you're like well hold on I don't agree with that I don't accept that I don't want that in my life and now I have to I have to deal with what that means for me because you're part of the inner circle you're part you're at this this foundational level you're you're the core and you're testing that and in some ways I think we, you know, we put people into a lot of roles. We have these roles for people like you're the mother, you're the father, you're the brother or sister, you're the friend, you're the the partner, you're the um, business partner, you're the guy at work who I have to sit beside or whoever they are. We have these roles for people and we expect them to play their parts. And they're all playing a part in the narrative of our life and we we just want we want it to be simple i think in a lot of cases we want it to, we want people to to sit in their roles and play them well and do what we expect you know there's a script but the problem is that as we all know like like the script gets thrown out pretty quickly and people tend to improvise all of a sudden people are doing things that you're like wait a minute hold on whoa this was not what we discussed. You're supposed to be the mom, and this is not what moms do. This is not part of the script. How am I supposed to handle this? What does that mean about my role? Because I was just supposed to be the daughter. And now you're asking me to like fucking ad-lib with you in this crazy way, and I don't know what I'm doing, and it, it messes with things. And 
those are people, you know, in that case, those are people that it's still a choice for us to surround ourselves with them. We don't have to spend time with our family. But if we're going to, I think it's it's really important that we understand those those roles in our head that we have for them versus maybe the roles that they think they have and versus the reality of it all. Because those are three different things. I think a, whatever, I think a romantic partner should be like this. Hold on a minute. Y'all hear that? That's real life. I bet that was cute, like dog photo sent to me or something. We all think that, or I think, this is what a romantic partner should look like. My romantic partner thinks this is what they should look like. And then there's the reality of of how those two things kind of collide. And then you have this new thing that crops up out of it. So all of a sudden there's this like third entity that is the culmination of both of your expectations that's completely different and thrown off and confusing. And that happens with everybody, you know, that happens with our friends, that happens with colleagues and family all the time. And all we can really do is accept that the rules are always going to shift and change and we can't put people into a box we can't expect people to be one way or another and it's very incumbent upon us to accept accept the role as it's being played at the time and then create boundaries you know and, and boundary setting is i mean there boundary setting is is enough for an entire podcast not just an episode but we can talk about boundaries forever it's something that I've had a really tough time figuring out for myself and I'm only just now starting to kind of implement in my life and it comes about because you know like I said I've I've had the choice to spend my time around certain people over the past few weeks and month and there's a few people that I've spent some time around that I've, I've been you know I've been with I, I've I've chosen to go see them and it just hasn't been what I had hoped you know I was really let down the roles that were played were were pretty tough for me to handle and the expectations I had were, were really not met and it was sad it was it was a little death you know it was it was tough to think that this was the last time I would go into these friendships, you know, or relationships or whatever with, with this intention. Like, like I went, I went to see the, these, these people with a lot of hope and a lot of eagerness and a lot of excitement. And I don't know, you know, I don't know that the next time I see them, I'll have that same level of excitement or eagerness or appreciation. Like I, I, I had an expectation of what it would feel like and it felt incredibly different. And, you know, this isn't the last time I will see them. So when I go forward, I've, I've had to recognize that I have to create some boundaries around my heart because these were people that I let in and they, they hurt me in this, in this time together. And that was really difficult because I wasn't prepared for that. I was prepared for it to feel so good and it didn't. I wanted my relationship with these people to feel like coming home and it didn't. And that's really tough because when you're expecting to go home and you end up somewhere else, 
someone that doesn't feel like home, that doesn't feel safe and doesn't feel loving and doesn't feel caring. Oh, that's, I, I, I don't know, that, that's a really rude awakening. And insofar as I can choose who to spend my time with, I've had to recognize that, you know, seeing these people is going to have to look fundamentally different than it did this last time. And, and and this last time was, you know, it was the, the last time that I'll see them in that way. I'm being a little bit um, guarded here in how I'm describing all this, but, but the reality is just that I, I went to see family and it didn't feel good and it's supposed to feel good. And so what happens when it doesn't? What do you do then? What I'm trying to do is accept it and love it and cherish it for the teaching, which was that I, I cannot have expectations of people to be one way or another uh, that are outside of the scope of any agreements made. In the sense that like, we make agreements with each other on how we're going to act and how we're going to uh, act within our relationship with each other. So long as those agreements aren't um, you know, uh, as, as long as we meet those agreements, then that's all we can really ask of each other. And what I've recognized is that I had felt as though there was some, some agreements made, um, that were not honored. And when that happens, it's up to you as the person who feels as though those agreements have not been honored. It's up to you to, uh, do one of many things i mean you can lash out in anger and frustration you can um bring it up and you can engage and you can you know engage in some level of maybe not conflict but you can you can um bring it to the attention of those people and see if they can adjust or you know you can you can accept that that's how things were and and maybe that's how things will be and None of those are better than the other. They all happen at certain times for certain people. What I've found is that for me, I, I've, I've been on this road of acceptance, this idea of like, okay, I need to realize that this is how it, how it is and not close my heart off to those people and not close myself off to the idea that that can change. But, you know, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me like this isn't um you know the last time I went wasn't the only time that this happened and it 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 it's gonna happen again if I if I if I go into those relationships expecting the same things I'm going to get the same sort of outcome that I got this time which was tough but I don't have to that's what's so cool I don't have to I can go in to these things I can move forward with the recognition that I have the control over how I how I approach and so for all of us when we're thinking about the people that are in our lives the roles they're playing I think we have to think about you know why am I feeling good or uncomfortable in this role with this person what is the extent to which that, uh, you know, what is the extent to which that, that speaks to my own shit that I have to deal with? And what do I need? What work do I need to do to get 
to a place where I can accept this person or do I just not accept this person? Do I just not want this person in my life? You know, is this, is this the last time I see them? Maybe it, maybe it doesn't, maybe you need closure. Maybe it's the, it's the penultimate meeting, you know, it's, it, it was, it was the last time of this, but you have one more time to create some kind of closure. Maybe that's what you need. And then, and then you close the book on that relationship or maybe it's not, maybe there's many more times to see them. And this was just your way of figuring out where they fall into place in your life. And that journey is one that we can go on with everyone in our life. And I think if, this time of isolation has taught us anything it's the importance of our community and you know the the spiritual spiritual word i like to use is satsang which is you know a word to describe our spiritual community that i just think is beautiful it sounds nice and it feels good and it, it, it's rooted in in a sort of like hindu way of looking at at the broader spiritual community that you surround yourself with and i I know that everyone that I let into my life moving forward in a meaningful way must become a part of that spiritual community. And so what that looks like for each of them is totally unique and they don't have to even know they're being spiritual. <laughs> but I know that I need to continue to make more and more room for the spirit in my life. And that means letting in the people who uh, embrace that. And not rejecting the people who don't, but just accepting and not not expecting any anything other than that. Because that's where we get into trouble. Expectations, right? Anytime we expect something to be one way or another, we're probably going to be disappointed. That's a bummer note to end on. The cool thing about it all is that we have choice, we have opportunity, we can shift and change and grow and, 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 and we can choose, we can choose to surround ourselves with the people that we care about and we can also choose to bring in people that we struggle with for the opportunity to understand why we are triggered and why that is difficult because if we're only bringing in the people that make us feel good, then we're probably not going to grow as much as if we really expose ourselves, but understand the boundaries you need to create in order to allow those people and the teachings to live as fully in you as they can and not hurt you and not um, not get at the core of you in a way that is is traumatizing and and creates that deeper layer of trauma that you then have to go pay somebody to help you work out <laughs> but you should also be paying people to help you work stuff out because we all need professionals in whatever area of our life Okay, cool. That was fun. I'm glad I talked about that. I guess the Coles notes on that. Um, Coles notes? Cliff's notes? The too long didn't read on that. I've been sensitive lately, and I need to be aware of that and surround myself with people that can respect that. And if you're feeling the same way, I encourage you to do the same. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I love you. I am so happy to be doing this all the time. It's feeling so good. If you can, uh, share this with somebody. I'd really like to get this into more people's ears because I'm finally feeling like I'm in a rhythm and I want to keep that going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Om Ham Hanumate Namaha. Peace, homies. <laughs>